another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game. And as always, we got the fucking cute boy here himself, Robbie boy. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, Sebastian? Download another cell phone game. I'm fucked in the head, bro. What game? I'm fucked in the head. I don't even like him. You're very good at games. They get me hooked. We went to Dave and Buster. We went to Dave and Buster's with my nine-year-old cousin, and you beat three games. (laughs) Like, beat the record of the game. I beat the record of the games. Did you know this about me? That you're very good at video games? I'm not even good at video games. You have phenomenal hand-eye coordination. I have really good hand. I think I told someone that, and they go, well, what can can you do with that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They said. I mean, were you really good at baseball? No. I never played a gay day in my life. You never played baseball. I accidentally hit a kid in the in the head with a baseball bat a couple times. You might have been a prodigy. I could I I mean I could have been uh, Jose Consecos. That's pretty funny. Yeah, he has phenomenal yeah. hand eye coordination. Let's put him into musical theater. A hundred. It, it's like they didn't use it at all. You know, I was the op- I had terrible hand eye coordination. I would like perform like the Sesame Street. I would like dance and perform and make my parents videotape it when I was a child and they never thought to put me in anything performance related. No, not me. I was, I guess piano, but not, I did athletics my whole life and I had to learn to be passable at them. I just, I also just want to say, I don't practice video games. I'm not out here doing video games all day. No, I mean, that would be insane that you would go to the, there are also video games that are unique to Dave and Buster's. Yes, very unique. And I just go there. I mean, the last time I went was what, two months ago with you? Yeah. It's not like I'm out here like practicing video games. I'm just like, I hate to say something special is about me in these video (laughs) games, you know? And your little cousin. He celebrated like we won the lottery. When yeah. I beat the video. <laughs> he was happy. For he you. was jumping up he and finds down. joy in a lot of little things, which is nice to be around. It was incredible. I won the video game and he was jumping up and down. I started yelling. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like what is funny is I was more like your little cousin than you're like your little cousin when we were out. Yeah. He liked it. We uh, well, he's been over a few times and he's seen that I have uh-huh. this whole little setup situation and he's like, Robbie, what do you do? And I know he likes YouTube and I'm like, oh, I do a show with my friend for YouTube. It's supposed to be funny. He's like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And then I guess he went home and Googled it because he's like smart nine year old and watched <laughs> it a little bit. And so then he was asking about you. He was like, oh, I know your friend. And I'm like, how? He's like, from the YouTube. I saw it. And I was like, oh, Leo, that's not appropriate for you to watch. He's like, yeah, I didn't really get a lot of the jokes, but I could tell that you guys are being funny. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And then you most of the listeners listeners can't can't get the jokes either, (laughs) but they can just tell that I'm trying to be funny. Funny, Everyone's like, I don't even know what he's saying, but I can tell that there's something fun about what's happening here, you know? (laughs) That's it. I mean, that's a, you absorb as much as the nine-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> so and then, then I yeah, go. You can I ask him. I go, I go, hey, what's up? I mean, first off, I meet the kid. I go, let me, I go, take me to the fucking ice cream uh, store. I'm buying this kid an ice yeah. cream. Instantly. I know how to be a fucking, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. Didn't like the yeah, ice definitely. at all. Didn't like the ice at all. No, he said it was okay, I guess. He said it was fair to moderate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, it is what it is. I ask him in the car. I go. So you think uh, you think you you think Robbie's funny? And he goes, eh. No, you asked if you're funny first. Uh, I go, you think I'm funny? And, and what'd he say? He goes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like, just very confident. And I go, what about Robbie? You think he's funny? And what'd he say? He goes, uh, 
I guess. I guess. And then he goes, he tries. He tries. To- <laughs> he goes, he tries. And sometimes, I mean, this was a perfect read on comedy. This is why it's absolutely insane that comedy schools exist because this nine-year-old that watches YouTube a lot knows more about comedy than these people. He literally goes, he goes, he tries to haunt. He, some, he tries to be funny. And that's sometimes not funny. I mean, yeah. it's absolutely beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Which I don't I, even think is the dynamic of us, but no. this is also after you gave him some A. I haven't seen you perform this hard since pre-pandemic on a stage this, no, doing this was, ASCAT crushing. This was the energy after you were giving in. Oh, after this was after I I told a couple of jokes to this little boy, and I'll tell you this: it feels good to be back performing. That was the first time I was back on stage. <laughs> I mean, was in the you were really, of- really performing. <laughs> And he's not an easy laugh. There were two cookies. <laughs> Just like giving two big, loud voices screaming for these two different cookies. I mean, you were getting laughs on volume. I was getting laughs on volume. I mean, I and it would have been uncomfortable. I always get for him not to laugh. I mean, I, but then also we did. Uh, uh, I, also, I'm doing foof jokes. I'm doing foof. foof I was, I'm doing a bunch of foof jokes. You did jokes one joke. He said he heard before. I, one joke. He said he heard land. before. I it mean, yeah, laugh. not an easy laugh. Not an easy laugh. And I was no. pushing, bro. For you this were pushing. I was yeah. pushing. And I think I got him. By the end, he definitely left. I was I was being like, I celebrate the foof of July. I'm eating beans all day. And <laughs> yeah. firework, there's no fireworks, but there's explosions coming out my ass, you know? Like, the not kid ass, was getting, but yeah, yeah. At my, at my butt, you know? And because in my house, I grew up with foof. And I'm so happy I grew up in a foof household, not a fart household. Okay. Foof, everyone out there. I want you to say the word foof right now. Robbie, say the word foof. Foof. Now, doesn't that feel like a fart? <laughs> we weren't allowed to say fart. Wait, so wait, I don't know what again. we weren't allowed to say anything. <laughs> say it again and feel the word in your mouth. Okay. Foof. 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 It's foof. it feels more like a fart than fart does. Foof. It, it foof is a perfect word. It feels it's it's like it fills your air with ma- it fills your mouth with air and then it releases the air from your mouth. Yes. Foof. Foof. It's actually the perfect onomatopoeia for fart. Okay. Fart, fart is not a, uh, fart is not the word. No, I guess not. Foof is whoever thought of foof is mensa. Okay, we, we just have to say. I mean, it's truly my cheeks puff up, and then they, they I, I feel the same relief saying foof as when I foof. That's amazing. I, I, I grew up in a foof household. We were, we didn't say farts. I mean, you didn't say nothing, right? No, past gas. You would say pass gas? I just wouldn't say anything. Were you in a we class? weren't allowed to say fart. Well, then what would what would happen? Would you do it and everyone whisper like the crucible? What do you, I don't, what know. Do you I don't mean? remember. I just knew fart was a bad word. He had to wear the letter F when he farted at yeah, the dinner table. Just, <laughs> like, what is happening? I don't know. You relieved yourself? You released you released yeah. a toxic waste? I guess. Pass gas. I don't know. I was when I was a kid, foof was the funniest thing in the world to foof. I guess eventually we just said fart and it was just we weren't supposed to. No, I, we say foofy. We would say foofy. Who made a foofy? Oh, Sebastian made a little foofy. I, I was a big foofy boy. You know, okay. I used to hold my sisters down and I would foof in their face. I'm, I'm sure. Of it. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. He thought anyways. you were very funny. You and you gave some you were you gave an A plus performance. A, I mean. And I fucking slayed these games, bro. I forget, like, and there's not no skill I could do with being good at the Kung Fu Panda game at Dave and Buster's. No, but you beat there's, it. <laughs> I beat it. I literally walked up. Was it first try I beat it? 
First try. First try, I just beat the gate. Yeah. And it's a hard game, Rob. Very right? hard. Yeah, it pretty much makes it so that you have to be perfect the entire time in order to get the thousand tickets that they give out. And I was perfect. Yeah, and then I woke were. up to the piano game. Boom. Set Fine. the record. I mean, I just set the record. I don't, what is happening with me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I just, I said I download a video game, but those aren't even the types of video games I play. I play like puzzle games. You know what I mean? Are you trying to expand your mind? I'm always trying to expand my mind, bro. I'm too fucking. I, I tried a breath work thing this other the other day. I didn't. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, um, I'm always trying to expand my mind. You'll see what what is it? A 30 day effects will be felt 30 days after uh, you do a breathing exercise. It's from this guy that go that could be in war in, in like ice cubes. That doesn't feel okay. that his body. Did you watch Joe Rogan 20 minutes in an ice bath? I did. I think it's the funniest thing I'll ever see Joe Rogan do. I, did. I, I was going to post it that this is funnier than any comedy special that he could ever possibly put out. Joe Rogan's not funny. Let's just say it. I mean, Let's just say it. He Has, tries, I guess. I mean, he does. I mean, I think I mean, that his if, podcast is not funny. I would say I think his me performance, you, me he, you, gives, he gives a lot. He gives 110 percent energy when he's trying to do stand up. Me, you, Joe Rogan in a car. Your cousin has to rate us all. He's coming in last. <laughs> He's Probably. coming at last. Probably. He's coming at last. Unless Joe in... Rogan does some screaming. I mean. No, even still. Even yeah. still. You know, Anyways, no he offense. goes into an ice bath. I mean, he's just reached a level of famous that he has lost self-awareness. Like, he's lost self-awareness a long time ago. But it, it <laughs> him what... in an ice bath, heavy breathing for I did. 20 I... minutes. Someone sent it to me. Someone sent it to me being like, this is so funny. Watch this. It's the funniest thing Someone I've seen it. all week. He just literally, I mean, he normally looks like a baked bean, right? Always. <laughs> he's kind of got that baked bean vibe, right? But in the ice bath, it looks like his veins are popping out his forehead. Just heavy breathing for 20 minutes, filming himself. And he has a family. I, I, and he's a comedian. I, does he know how funny it is? Because he's doing it in a way that doesn't make you think that he thinks it's funny. No, no. Because just, he doesn't feel the need to be funny. He need, he feels it's more important to show self, self-improvement than to be funny. He's closer to Tony Robbins than he is to uh, Chris Farley. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. He's closer to Tony Robbins. Yeah. But he likes comedians are the coolest people to be friends with. So I think he likes that. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, the on I paper, mean, on paper. I don't I would disagree in theory, with that. in theory, in theory, in theory. There's Someone like a said romanticized to me the other... thing of like, yeah, but for everybody just fucking laughing all the time. I think in theory, comedians oh. are the most fun people to be friends with. The most fun pe- people to be friends are, are people that aren't funny at all because they're laughing at everything. They laugh. Have you I do really... like somebody that laughs at everything. I hung out with a group of people. But this that... is somebody. This is coming from you, a comedian who likes laughs. <laughs> no, but a group of people that like no, none of them are funny. And even if you're not the one making the joke, but they're all laughing at their bad jokes to each other, they're a fun crew to hang out with. You think you don't get? Sometimes they could be a little annoying. I don't get annoyed by that. I think th- there's this bro. Just like gonna... oh. The water's hot. I, I know. I'm on board. I'm on the board. The water's hot. And they just all repeat. Uh, and then they get dinner. Uh, hot water. And you're yes. just like, I can't with this joke. This joke is over 20 minutes ago. I'm on board with a joke that literally even the or you, and they go, you had to be there. And it's like, if you were there, you still had to. You yeah. had to be somewhere else because yeah. of how bad it is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's three Buddhist monks. Okay. 
They go, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> okay. They laugh. They laugh. And all they do is laugh. And everyone comes up to me, share me, windows, uh, give me wisdom, share, give me wisdom. And they just laugh. And everyone begs for these monks to teach them. Right. And they just laugh and laugh until everyone, when they would come up and ask their question, they would just laugh. And then the people would start laughing. And then everyone started laughing. And as soon as everyone in the town just started laughing, stopped asking questions, they left the town because their job was done there. Wow. So you're saying. Why are we? It's. I have an idea. What? Where are we at? 15, 20 minutes? No. Rest of the episode. <laughs> Give them your. <laughs> Many people have said I could listen to an hour of just Sebastian laughing. I mean, that's what the people want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you can't give it. You can't. You can't, can't all be frosting. You know what You're I mean? You're not a Buddhist monk. You're not I'm as not uh, a Buddhist monk. Uh, altruistic. Is that? One day I will be. One day you will. There's more to that Buddhist monk story. So anyone that knows it, it's like Sebastian isn't telling the whole thing. Okay. We keep that between you and I. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's only so much we could go into about uh, my, my Zen proverbs on the podcast. Okay. I think I think a crew of people that aren't funny is better to hang out with than, than a crew of people that are funny. I think people that are funny are, are fun to hang out with. If they're all like, I don't know, comfortable with that, and it's not just like everybody's trying to punch up the same joke and it's that's, annoying. Yeah, that's. I think that's what you're saying is annoying. Competition. Yeah. 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 And also, also, if you never hung out with comedians, let me just put it down for you: the swing from a joke to depression is faster than the speed of light you've never seen a change like this someone will tell a joke about 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 eating their own asshole and then the next breath but they'll be like and then the person's eating my own asshole and i couldn't get out of bed for a week because of it you know <laughs> like, like the switch in these it's from depression to bits is wild all all hanging out with comedy people is is they say sad things and they joke about it yeah that's all it is. Who wants to hang out with that? I guess, yeah, the people develop a little bit of a darker sense of humor. Yes, it's a lot of sadness met with laughter, which is actually beautiful. That is what Patch Adams was about. Who's Patch Adams? Who's Patch Adams? Who's Patch Adams? Are you kidding me? Educate yourself, kid. And Patch Adams was one of the worst Robin Williams movies that came out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Educate yourself. It was a movie where Robin Williams went to children's hospitals for kids that were dying, right? Okay. Dressed up as a clown to make them happy. Okay. And then at the end, I forget something, but at the end, he says something beautiful about a kid died, but then he saw a butterfly in the air. It was horrible. Okay. It's horrible. I mean, Robin Williams had a couple of those, but there was a real Patch Adams who probably was a beautiful man. Oh, it was based on a true story. It was based on a true story. Uh, the, and that statement is based on my bad memory. It's based on a true story. And that statement based, based on your on memory. My, okay. Based on my memory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to say that. But if it is real, that man's an angel. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you don't know Patch Adams. It was one of the worst Robin Williams movies. Also, another bad, oh, bad Robin Williams movie is Jack when he's a little boy, but he grows up fast. And he fucks. I don't King think Control. I've ever seen that one. You never seen he fucks Kim Control. No, I've never seen. He fucks Kim Control. She won't sign up. She won't sign up to do the next Sex in the City, but she signed up to fuck. fuck. Was it PG thirteen? You better. I might be R. R. I see. I missed a whole generation of PG thirteen and R movies. 
There was also one other de- Robin Williams. I love Robin Williams. Let me just get ahead of that. You know, the right? first comedy special I ever saw was Robin Williams on New Year's Eve, and I wasn't allowed to watch anything, not even PG then, for six months after because I saw this Robin Williams, like all the older kids were hanging out on New Year's Eve and they were watching this Robin Williams special. Where were you? Just at like a family friend's house. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And the family friends had older siblings. And I was a good kid. I thought I could watch Robin Williams. I'd seen him in like Hook and Flubber. And I was like, oh, this is like a Disney guy. I could watch Robin Williams. Yes. Then he starts talking about like, I've never even seen comedy before. (laughs) And I'm just like dying, dying laughing. And he's talking about panda balls and thongs and sex and all this. And I'm just like literally choking from laughter. And my dad walked in the room. They found out that I was watching this and I got, I couldn't watch anything. I think above G I must've been 11 for that's, six months, six that's months. Wild, bro. That's <laughs> I don't even think I could watch PG. I, I was mean, like, that, that was the, because I watched Robin Williams comedy special. I don't understand I how that is wild. I don't understand how that's a proper punishment. <laughs> I don't know either, but this Restrict- is my life restrict you more no yeah i mean i was the opposite i watched memento in theaters when i was 10 years old i know right so yeah, we're yeah, the yeah. opposite you know what i'm saying i did i left the theater saying what was that and yeah. my parents go i barely understood yeah i mean it, yeah i guess i was trying they tried to just shelter me from the world Interesting. yeah that's i mean interesting. strange approach but it is what it is when i was a kid i watched the robin williams thing that's that fucking rocked my world too what what uh it's called uh the world according to garp have you ever heard of that it sounds familiar but i've never seen it so it's a big it's a book it's a people that like books like that book you know what i'm saying okay the book people like that one you know There's, so he it, wrote it, it, the book who did oh he acts in a movie based on the book acts in a movie based on a book okay right the world according to garp the world according to garp and in the it's a big tale. It's a bit a lot happens, you know, like like a Forrest Gump where the, the plot is too much to talk about, you know. Okay. But one part of it is his wife is cheating on him with another man and he's driving his kids home from the movies or something. Right. OK. And he goes, oh, let's do that. And they go, dad, dad, do the Superman thing. And the wife's in the parking lot. I'm a kid watching this. The wife's in their driveway blowing the dude. Right. And the kids go, oh, come on the way home. They're driving home and they go, dad, turn off the headlights and let's go into hyperspeed. Right. Yeah. And so he turns off the headlights. He goes, whoa, we're driving in the dark. Oh, like pulling into his driveway. And he doesn't see that a car is in his driveway and his wife is blowing the dude and he smashes into his wife, blowing the dude. The wife within impact bites the man's dick off. And they're all in the mental This is in a movie? After. This is in a movie that I saw with my parents as a child. Okay, she bites his dick off. She bit his dick off while she was cheating on her husband, bit his dick off, and then I believe she doesn't speak for the rest of the movie. Interesting. Wild. <laughs> Wild, bro. And I would, I, I remember for years I would be scared to get Rodad. For years. Uh... <laughs> I this is how no. rocked your I go, world. I go, I'll lose my dick. That's a that's a surefire way to lose a dick. Getting roadhead. Getting roadhead. I it never. That's a surefire way. I never have. You never have? No. Not even close. You, not even. What do you mean? That wasn't even, even I mean, on the mean, table. What do you mean? Not even close. 
I don't even think I've ever gotten even a driving hand on the inner leg. You've never got a hand on the leg while driving? I don't think so. <laughs> what do I, have you ever kissed? Yeah, while, probably not. I've made out while driving a car forward, like in drive with the gas on the pedal. No, 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 no. no. I've been making out no, with. That wasn't me and my ex's relationship by any stretch of the imagination. And then we broke up. I moved to the city. So like when would it have happened? Interesting. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I dated when you her went like home? the five years. No, I hated driving. If I was home, I would try not yeah. to drive. No, I've done, I've done, I've done the driving. I've literally been, like had a girl on my lap while driving a car, making out. <laughs> That's not you. So yeah, drove home everywhere. I would drive. I, I remember one girl sat on my lap, facing me. I drove. I, I mean, the world according to Garp, maybe was I should have listened to a little more. A little bit <laughs> she was facing me. We were making out. My eyes are open, and I was steering. Yeah, I That's mean, wild. Oh, uh, wild. But That's if you want dangerous, I will say this. Anyone that doesn't want a tip on how to make me come fast could stop listening to the pod right now. And just fast forward for 30 seconds. That does not want a tip. That does not want a tip. OK. Do you want to hear it, Rep? I guess I'm going to hear it either way. You want to make me come fast. Blow me while blow me while I'm in a car driving in public. <laughs> I get so nervous. While I get so you're ner- driving in a car in public. I get so nervous. I, I It's so taboo in my mind that I come in a second. What's the most taboo place that you've hooked up? I don't know. A bar bathroom? That's not that taboo. No. I, I guess bar bathroom, side of the road in the woods. Yeah, I guess. Maybe Grand Canyon. I got to be more. Grand Canyon? Oh, no. Have you actually? No, the Grand no, Canyon? No. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What? It was bar bathroom, Grand Canyon. What? <laughs> The Great Wall of China. Oh, uh, where yeah, else? Wait, uh, what are we talking? The Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah. Uh, on the other side. Uh, on not the side. We weren't leaning on the. We were leaning on the bad side. We were trying to do do work to push it back to place. Okay. Yeah. No, that I was guess- one thing I wanted to do. Like when COVID was, I was like, oh, when when there's still nobody living in New York and it's a ghost town every outside. day. Outside. I wanted to like hook up somewhere cool, but I never did that. I don't. I don't. I sh- I want to do that stuff, but I don't. I had sex on about. Uh, uh, on a balcony looking at the ocean. That's nice. That's romantic. Nah, it didn't. Nah, it was not romantic. I guess it's not. I guess some of those things look better in movies. They're better in movies. Better in movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All bet every every one of those situations better in movies. Yeah. Like shower. Like shower is not. No. It's pretty bad. No, bad. I think I've done that one or two times. Bad. Yeah. All of it's bad. Nah, but that I mean the world's according to guard. Maybe that's why I, Maybe that's why it happens quick because I'm so nervous. I'll lose my peace. Okay. I'll lose my peace. It's like, I, I, it's like, boom. The, it's the quick, it's almost as quick as a tradition as the transition from comedian from laugh to laugh to uh, being depressed. It's almost, it's almost that time. You think somebody could just bite it off? Yes, bro. What are you talking about? You know how much force is inside your mouth? I could bite your head off. Hey, but even uh, I could if I could get my mouth around your head to the neck, I could bite your head clean off. Okay, but I don't. You would need to chew a few times. You would need to like. You don't think so? People people need to like chew steak. It's not your dick's not a steak. One, neither of us have ever had a dick in the mouth, right? Have you ever had? I have not. No. Okay. Me neither. Right. We don't know what that is, bro. 
This podcast okay. just got so douchey. <laughs> this podcast, just, I just think, I don't think, I think as boys, we're giving it so much credit for being hard. It's not that hard. Even so, I would just imagine that you would have to chew it more to then just like nah. clean bite it off. Clean bite. You know what? My dad bit his tongue off. Even that. My dad bit his tongue clean off. I guess I'm underestimating the power that my like mouth could take over. Your mouth's one of the most powerful things you have. Yeah, I guess your I'm, jaw, I'm. Your jaw strength is. I think I'm underestimating my jaw strength. Your jaw strength is incredible, especially with that chin, with that jawline. Are you kidding me? Okay, Superman. That jaw Thanks strength better be good. There's a couple people out there that don't have good jaw strength. You got good jaw strength, I'm sure. All right, thank you. I say, I bro, I see you. You eat, you order every steak well done. Okay. No, no, I didn't yes. do that. Don't disrespect me. Well, Don't he goes. Disrespect we go me. places. He goes. Hey, can medium I get a steak? Rare, well done. He goes. Rare, well done. Rare. And how? Oh, how much ketchup do you have? Can I get two bottles? He goes. Yeah. Two bottles of ketchup, please. Okay. No. And he does. He coats the top, and he says, "Can you put this back on the fryer?" He wants them to cook the ketchup onto the burger. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie. Ketchup crusted. You want ketchup crusted steak? Well done. This Extra well not, done. This is Robbie, untrue. why are we lying? You tell me. First of all, we've never had steak together. Second of all, I like it medium rare. But you, know what, you know what I don't like about you sometimes? What? That you remember every single thing that we've ever done. That's not true. I have a How do you know memory. that we haven't had steak? I just remember that we have. I know that I've never eaten steak in your presence. <laughs> I was. So I talked to this dude. I. I I'm going to just say, dude, that's as far as I'm going to go with the details because we got to drop some shit right here. Okay. Okay. I talked to this dude and he legit is living in an alternate universe. The lies that he was spewing wasn't for me, right? The lies he was spewing was for himself. Oh, of course. And I called him out on one of the lies he told me. Yeah. And I said, how how big should we how how much honesty do we want right now? So there's this thing called a uh, fuck it. There's this thing called Lloyd Night, right? And <laughs> that was at the UCB theater. You think this is bad to just throw it right down? No, fuck it, do it. Fuck it. Um, there's a thing called Lloyd Night at UCB theater, and he told me he goes, yeah, I was on I was on one of the Lloyd teams. I was gonna be on one of the Lloyd teams. I go, oh, that's cool. You got on before one before everything team. shut down. Before everything, he goes, but, but then everything got shut down. I go, oh, that's cool. I go, oh, I didn't. You got on one of the teams? He goes, no, 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 no. I was going to audition. I just assumed I was going to be on a Lloyd team. So now I just say it. Mind you, the auditions just ended right before. Just ended. Right before, and and you, they were once a year. Mind you, when I auditioned, I, hundreds of people auditioned, and my round four right now, people got on. Well, yeah, four I would say people. it's probably between 800 and 1,000 people auditioning yes. for between 15 and 25 spots. And he just is spewing this to me, a man who's ingrained, was ingrained in the community deeper than no, I know. Even- but I know myself and I would have got on. I mean, amazing. I, I mean- forgot. I forgot being back out and like interacting with people, people that you're friends with, tertiary friends, strangers. You forget the lies that people tell themselves. And I mean, I feel like I tell myself a lie. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm doing a podcast with my friends. We're going to make money from this someday. Like all this stuff. And then Stop. We this do ain't a lie. Show. No, we do a show and then we sell it. Like I would have like tangible things. We do a show. It sells out. We see the weeds. We, yes. we people see listen to this podcast. We see and we like, I go, all right, we're in the 90 something percentile of listenership. And I'm like, ah, oh, 
I'm just telling myself lies all day. And then I go out and you 100%. meet people and you're like, yes. oh, I forgot the capacity that we as humans have to lie to each other. And I'm not, I should be lying to myself more. A hundred. I don't think that we're lying enough. And I'm not talking that, about lying not, to no, others. Just to I'm ourselves. Talking about, I'm talking about lying to ourselves. I will Robbie, say this. You and I need to start lying deep, bigger to ourselves. I will say this. This is going to get a little dark, but okay. when you work, I worked for uh, corporate America for five or six years, and there's no greater reminder of the lines that people tell themselves when you work at corporate America, especially like when you get in mixed up into some like such weird facet of the company that you're you have no tangible you're not making any tangible difference in the world or universe i was basically helping to like prevent rich people from losing potentially if crazy scenarios happen how much rich how much money would rich people lose and how can we make sure that they lose the less amount of money which was what i was doing whoa oh my god marie curie over here yeah. slow down oh my god but, it's just like wild that people tell themselves every day that like they're doing something they're like do they love this they're doing something great i mean they're constantly all day complaining about it but they'll be like they have to lie to themselves and it, because it becomes their identity and i think there's so many jobs in new york that become people's identity or they're not that they just feel some type of pride attached to what they do and they have to lie to themselves every day and be like what i'm doing is this or it makes a difference or it's important or it's that or like i should feel proud of this thing where it's like it's really the traits that allow you to maybe do this thing in a good way maybe you're proud of because you have organization skills or this or the other sure. thing where it's like no i'm actually proud that i sold xyz units for amazon this quarter i could sell this ad revenue my ad revenue for this thing is this high I would say those people are on the level of the guy who's like, yeah, I would have got on Lloyd night because they're I, like lying to their who their core is. I love these people and I actually respect them to a degree that I want to become more like them. I mean, it's sad. It's very no, sad. You've no, never seen don't it. you dare. Do you, you think oh, people in Robbie. comedy are just lying to themselves or Robbie. this or you go on a stage, and you bomb and you're like, I'm going to be the next Chris Farley. Like people Robbie. do that, but it's a much darker like <laughs> Robbie, do not say exists. it's sad. Do not say it's sad. Do not say it's sad because this is my new reality. What is manifestation besides lying to yourself consistently over a period of time? Okay. All these, all the, these are just manifestation kings and queens out here. I guess because they're not lying to hurt me. They're no. lying to protect themselves. Yes. I don't. I'm From not like capitalism. <laughs> I'm not like saying let's lie to hurt. I believe in open communication inside a relationship. I believe so. I, of course. And relationship being a grander word than uh, yes, uh than uh bits and bits. You know what I'm saying? What um, do you mean bits and bits. I was just hooking up. Okay. Yes. Um, I I think mean relationships in like you talking to a friend, etc. There's you have relationships in every go. Right. I agree. Hundred percent. That's when I, I'm like, oh, we didn't have a relationship. You talked every day for a year and a half. That was a relationship. It wasn't a monogamous relationship. But people will Who? be like, uh, just people in general will. Be like, oh, no, we weren't in a relationship. Oh, you had a relationship. Like whether you. Everything's a relationship. Yeah, that's what I, I think. Everything's a relationship. So, yes. And that's right. Oh, I, oh and every girl just got very excited that that you talked to for one for one afternoon. Robbie, <laughs> you just said that you're in a relationship with hundreds of people, right? I'm in a relationship. Yeah, that's a relationship. But we have to constantly open communicate on how, what this is, what our relationship is. Interesting. Inter now this is th th this point is more interesting to me than what I was going to say now. Okay. That you're just constantly in relationships all the time. 
I think everything is a relationship to some level. Wow. It I have a relationship happened. with you. I have a relationship with my grandma. I have, and then if it's like, all right, the she feels some way about our relationship or you feel some way, we got to talk it out. All right, let's we redefine do. this relationship. So we, when people, I feel bad, especially girls, they're like, oh, I don't want to bring up, like if you feel whatever way, don't trivialize what you're, is going on. If you're hooking no. up with somebody for six months, you have a right to be like yes talk about how the fuck you feel about this situation oh no we're not in a relationship oh you're in a some level of a relationship you gotta just like figure out what that is it needs to be a conversation yeah but i'm saying i don't support that line but what i do support is you lying to yourself so you could get out of bed every day to believe that you are something better than you are right i do support that and i just want to say the i guess i stopped doing that line i get out of bed a lot later (laughs) You get no, but you still live the lie. <laughs> My the, lie is a more less intense now, though. The people, and I just want if you don't agree with my cause, anyone that's ever been in the comedy world that got successful, you are causing greater damage. Okay, you are causing greater damage to ever to all these people that are, are still in the comedy world trying. Every time there's one Why person is that, that every time one person succeeds, a thousand. Are able to lie themselves lie to themselves about their circumstances that they're the same as that person. <laughs> Every time uh, the Olympics, right? Anytime okay. someone makes a try, anytime someone makes the Olympics, one person makes the Olympics, hundreds of thousands of kids now can lie to themselves that they're going to be on the Olympics. So you and don't, these you, lies you, are good, bro. So inspired, these are good lies. Inspiration, you just you equate to perpetuating lies. Yes. Inspiration is your lie worked. Yes, you're you lied so good to yourself that it became real, right? Became That's real. all it is. You, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, Hussein Bolt's a good liar. Can you believe it? He, look how good a liar he is. He's getting fucking gold medal in the, in, the, in the relay. Are you kidding me? Breaking world records, right? Like, of course, they just lied to themselves so good that they got there. We so need to support what level, these lies. If I was like, Sebastian, I want to I want to win the 100 meter dash. I know I can do it. And I started doing it every, at what level would you be like, we got to have a talk. <laughs> I'm if you concerned want to do for my friend. I'm concerned. Yes. Hundred meter How delusional dash, I let you would train. you allow me to do? I let you train. I let you, you let do the hundred meter. I mean, what are you hurting? Your shins? Like, yeah. what, what are we talking about? Yeah. I let you train for the hundred meter dash. I would, I'm quitting loud about nothing. I'm quitting all performance. That's okay. Everything. I got your little cousin, Leo. Yeah, you definitely. I got Leo. He's coming on the mic. He's funny as shit. Okay. Him <laughs> yeah. and him, him and I does, advance he, is all even better. He did say, I, they say I'm the class clown, but I don't ever try to be funny. Never tries to be funny, but the funniest kid in the class. I yeah, go, that's, that's my boy. And let, let me say this about you, cousin. I hate to, I hate to, hate to do it to a nine-year-old that I just met. He's got to improve his pound game. It's aggressively hard. His pound game? When he's giving you a fist bump, it is uh, aggressive. I'll tell him he's got to tone it down. He's got to tone it down. It wasn't my place to say it, but I came home with bloody knuckles that day. Okay, I'll tell him he's got to tone He was punching down. my hand. Your little cousin was punching my fist. And I'll I understand I'm slamming Kung down. Fu Pandas like you, you've you never seen before, but he, he was punching my hand hard. Okay. Anyways, I, people in circumstances that they make it, you're saying they just perpetuate lies and they allow, they yes. allow other people to dream, a.k.a. lie to themselves. All a dream is, a, all a dream is, is a lie, right? Yeah. Like, I, I hate until to it be, becomes a reality. Until it becomes a reality, a dream is just a lie. That's a beautiful. dream is a wish you're lying. Yeah. Right? Because a dream 
is something that you hope will be one day. And in order for you to hope for the future, you have to lie about the present. That's true. And I think that I support people who are delusional. I think we could be more delusional. I want to meet the guy that owns the fucking, that literally ha- it lives, I was going to say live in his parents' basement, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet some guy that literally is like, I'm going to be the next billionaire, you know? And he literally is living at his grandma's house, right? He, he's working at the fucking used car dealership, and he's like, but I'm going to do it. That's who, I love that guy. I love that lie. I don't want him in my life. I don't want yeah. these people in my life. I would like the lie to become some sort of reality a little bit, you know? Yeah. Or like we're not motivated just in like money. <laughs> sure. Be a yes. little be a little cuter with the lie. No, I be mean the some next people, Bobby De Niro. Some people aren't good with the lies, you know? Yeah. Some people are bad. And that this is a great point, Robbie. We could lie to ourselves about anything. I yeah. Why are we choosing to lie about money? Because that's what's pushed down our throats all day. <laughs> hundred percent. Almost all the lies that people tell themselves are somehow rooted in money. I just, I think that people should stop poo-pooing people's lies and their fake realities that they've invented for themselves. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. If they say I'm going to be the next Picasso and they got no arms and legs, I say, go to that movie. My left. I think that is the most beautiful. If it's not just yeah, driven in like the need to make money. That is like almost the beautiful thing about who a person is, is the lies they tell themselves because they, they, yeah, what do not when it's like I've said before about how you lie to you feel pride in your corporate job, but like, oh, I could be a painter. I dream about or a gardener. I'm really, I'm really a good guard. Like those kind of lies, I think are a little bit nicer when people exaggerate the yes. the hobbies of their life to be like i'm really good i make a great sauce like they get so excited about that kind of stuff and don't I take think it away from them don't take it yeah. away from them let no, them think yes. they make a good sauce 100%. who are they hurting and then let them dream that they could yeah make a let living i think people dream. want to make a living doing things that they like <laughs> every i hear everyone being like i'm so happy that the people that weren't meant to do comedy are gonna quit the people who weren't cut out for this are going to quit. We're going to weed the week that. out. Yeah, we're going to weed the week out. What the fuck are we talking about? One, comedy, we're all weak, okay? We're all yeah. weak in the game, okay? Yeah. What, what are we talking and about? And a lot of times people make it insanely wealthy and have yes. the ability to trial and error for so long that they just get good and meet people long enough that they can do this. And I'm lucky enough that I don't. Ha- I, I could be at my parents' house. Yeah, you know what I mean? grew up, yeah, me and you, yeah. yeah if we I didn't grew up grow up you. 50 minutes from the city, we would. Yeah. Who knows? And I'm just like, we need to allow people. We can't be hyping up that I'm happy people left. I want more people to lie. We need the delusion. I want the delusion. Build it up. Yeah. Where is my house of cards? OK, Yeah. where is I am not. I am not Kevin Spacey, but I'm another character from that show. OK, and who, build me a house of cards. Who are you? I don't know. I never. You know, House of Cards exists outside of that show. No, really? Yeah, yeah, they do. It's a saying. It's a a very common, yeah, we use saying of like something that could fall over. It's just an illusion. Oh, I thought they invented that metaphor. No, no, they did. I was always like, this. They they really did did a good title for this Bush TV show. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is incredible. Common misconception, people. Yeah. Do you think I'm the first one to make that, or do you think a lot of people make that mistake? No, I think probably all the time people think that the term what came for is Kevin Spacey's 
show. This is a debate as the debate. Or the term time. of yeah, the chicken, the chicken or the, or the egg. egg. This is the chicken or the egg. What came first, House of Cards or the House of Cards? Yeah. I mean, honestly, no, I think we'll it's never been know. a phrase since before Kevin Spacey. So you can actually reference it without bringing in Kevin Spacey to the equation. This is nice. And then removing it. <laughs> oh, I because I, I, I want to use that saying all the time. But then I'm like, yeah. ah, but then I'm going to have to say, go to my caveat about Kevin Spacey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to say House of Cards, but I don't want to bring up Kevin Spacey. Right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'm just out here fumbling over words. Yeah. When you see me in real life and I'm fumbling over words, I just want to say House of Cards, but I don't want to bring up Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, you can actually. Sometimes I, this I, is a freeing moment. You know what? I found out this weekend the word Manhattan was the borough before Woody Allen made the movie too. Yeah. I didn't even fucking know that. I'm out here going, yeah. man, without Woody Allen, without Woody, without Woody, you know? Right? I'm out here going, oh, yeah. what came first, the Woody Allen movie Manhattan or the borough? Borough is going to be the answer the, to that one. The borough came first, and I learned that. I learned that. Because yeah. I saw a plaque. <laughs> anyway, it's a house of cards. It's a house of cards. It's a house of cards. The As whole kids, country is a house of cards. Everything that's going on. If you don't realize that, it's pretty much just all fake. And the people that have the most power try to get as much money as possible. Fuck it. The lie matrix, to yourself. The lie matrix to yourself. might as well be a fucking reality. Yeah, it sounds like yourself. I smoke so much weed, huh? No, yeah, not no weed. No weed is coming out of me. I, I, we're all lies. It, everything's a lie. So just lie to yourself better. We just got to lie better. It's who could lie the best is the game. <laughs> liar, liar. My pants are fucking Versace. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, liar, liar. My pants are fucking fire. Okay. Because I'm buying that fucking Gucci. Okay. That's what it is. Who could lie to themselves the best to get to the place? And rich people are taught to lie early. Yes, they are. Rich people are taught to lie early. Oh, they lie the most. They, oh, yes. They are pushing a lot of the, yeah, they push the most lies. They push the most lies about, about what they deserve, what life is, what they, uh, yada, yada, expectations of who they yeah. are. Yeah. They are taught to lie at a young age about what their reality should be. Yes. We need to teach the people how to lie. <laughs> yeah. We need to teach, we don't need to teach skills. We need to teach how to be delusional. How to be better, delusional, better. Yes. Yes, lie to yourself and then perpetuate that as fact. And I also don't think even the rich people you. are even lying to themselves. They're not even trying to lie to themselves that hard. I think they just focus on lying to other people. Maybe they lie to themselves a little bit. They lie to themselves. To sleep at night. But some of them, I think, are truly evil. Yes, but they're taught. Yes. They're taught the lies of reality. Yes. Because their lie became a reality. Yes. We need to make our lies a reality. Let's do it. We're trying. August 20th, help our <laughs> lives become a reality. Yeah, come to the show August 20th. Please, it's going to be a good time. It's We're going to have fun. Uh, we're getting our, our cast ready. We're going to announce that. If you get tickets before August 1st, you get $5 off using the promo code LANLAN. So do that and let us know when you get the tickets. Uh, we'll be excited to see everyone. Uh, we're figuring out what we're going to do after the show, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it's going to be dope. Yeah, we're excited. This will be the last solo to drop before the promo expires. So grab that LAN $5 off. It is a, you must be vaccinated to attend. Things are getting a little more out of hand and we asked the theater to, Yeah, there will be vaccination card checks. You can put it on your phone. Just take a picture of your vaccine. Yeah. Okay? Just take a picture of the card. Um, 
And, if and you no, we're very excited. You listen. I don't know. You could DM. We could talk about that privately, but you should get it right. I'll, I'll, if you want to talk about vaccines, you could DM me and I'll talk uh, talk to you if you don't have your vaccine. My DMs are open for what? What's you said? <laughs> Good for you. What do you mean? I'll talk to someone. That's nice. What do you, if they don't have their vaccine, they want to talk it out. I'll talk it out with them. That's beautiful, Sebastian. What do you what do you mean? I'm not trying to hate. Uh, no, this is nice. Person. You have you have patience. I, I do. I'll talk to you. This is how change is made. If you don't have a vaccine and you get one to come to the show, I'll get you a drink. If you get vaccinated to come to the show, you will get a drink. If you get vaccinated to come to the show, I I think it will be the first good thing I've ever done in the world. Okay. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> it will be the my most most influential thing I've ever done if I get a couple of people to get vaccinated to come to the show. That would be beautiful. It would actually be tremendous. Robbie, you know what I want to do? We haven't done a man long. Can we please do a call? Because I want to do a, a loud about nothing uh, plus episode. So yeah, I do want to do a call. calling in. We we've anything that you ever want to talk about or if it's tangential to an episode or a thing that you think of. Please, 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 please keep calling in 929-900-6393. We haven't lost the phone line, but we want more calls. We just need calls that we're like, yeah, we want to play this and talk about this. So please, please keep calling in. Uh, yeah, call in this week and we'll play some calls next week. But we have a call. Let's do a call. Let's do it. Hey, Robbie, baby. Sevi Chianti. I got something I want to get loud about. I'm sitting here after a wedding, and let me just say, I've never been forced to sit through as many speeches as I had to sit through tonight. And listen, I get it. I love the speech game. Some of them were great. Half of them were terrible, but there were about seven or eight, and that is far too many, all right? People think they're funny. They're not. (laughs) Inside jokes don't translate to 50% of the people. Um, And so my question is, why the fuck do there need to be this many? And the answer is, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be that many. That's what I want to get loud about. And that's that. <laughs> I mean, I truly, agree. you could call whenever. You could call whenever. <laughs> After this, a wedding, drunk in the hotel room is also a perfect time to call. This king's the king. This king is alone after it's fucking getting shwasted at a fucking wedding. He's going, I got to let it out somewhere. This is the call we want. <laughs> yeah, we need. We want more calls. We got to open the valve up. I don't know who to tell. You tell the boys. Okay. Okay. 929-900-6393. Please keep calling. I just want to say I hate wedding speeches also. I, agree. I think I, I think agree. that people it's their one. Everyone's so nervous to do it. Right. Yes. Most of the time. Or they're not nervous at all. They're too comfortable. And it's bad. Yes. I think it's people's time to go. I'm going to practice trying to be funny. Yes. And here's the deal. The first time you do something, you're not going to do a good job at it. Well, no, th- those rooms are so easy to Everybody kills when they do the wedding speech. No, you know what? Not everyone kills. I've seen some bad wedding speeches. My sister did a bad wedding speech. Your twin? My twin. For your sister? For my other sister. It wasn't bad. It was just she got up. 
<laughs> this is this is does she, does she know you think that you she did a bad job? She got up. I mean, I don't know. I, I hope we don't address this in real life. Uh, <laughs> this is this is some like, uh, hey, if you hear this, let's not talk about this IRL, okay? Um, she got up to say the speech. She got so emotional she couldn't speak. It took a fifth. I would say. 25 seconds of resetting because she was bawling so hard. She would make it through four words. My sister. <laughs> That's cute, though. It's not cute. I prefer that. It's to... cute for 10 seconds. And my sister. <laughs> I prefer that for the like, hacky jokes about like eight in- people that just do inside uh, jokes. 100%. My sister I was gonna because say, she loves my other sister. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's beautiful. It, it's different from love. It's like, I can't believe this is happening. This I is think so that's weird. just like 90 seconds. You just show the emotion. I think, yeah. No, this also went on for 12 minutes. My sister that's wrote a, a, a two-page speech. That's the issue. Uh, no, I'm kidding. It did not go on for that long. But my sister did have trouble. But it, that is, I think crying is better than, than the douchebag that goes, all right, well, uh, I'm going to keep this as short as Sal's going to be tonight. So everyone have a good night. You know, I yeah. fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. If you yeah. get that wedding speech, go home. Okay. Yeah. This is not the time or place to make that. He's going to come quick tonight. Joke. Also, eight is an insane. What? How many do you think there should be? Okay. Here's, here's who I think should be talking. One. Wait, one. Have you ever given a wedding speech? No. Bless the Lord. Um, cool. Um, I think that the person marrying them should give a little speech, like when they're the ceremony during the ceremony. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, but that's given. Yeah, right. I, I mean, at the reception, you're at the reception. eating. Dinner is being. You're like, Eight, what's keeping you from the dance floor? How many of those speeches? It should be happening while people are eating, first of all. Okay. Because it should be like a show, a dinner show, like a dinner theater. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. It should be happening while people are eating. So it, it's like they're occupied. They're just not just sitting, staring. Right. Okay. In my opinion, it should be the- not like, right. But the thing is, it's a tiered eating. So by the time, see, so when do you do that? Cause then you wait for everybody to get their food and there's 250 people. You just say, start 200 start, people. Uh, you start just start. The food. See, that's the thing I think people get wrong is they wait until the, the last table got their food no, and they can't. start the speeches. But now by that point, 50% of the people have already finished eating. You know what I mean? I know you can't, but they are like, Oh, we don't want people moving around during this, this speech. It's going to change your life. No, the- I could write an outline. Me and Sebastian probably could write a wedding speech that doesn't deviate more than like 30% than every wedding, a large majority of the wedding speeches that are given. Margaret, it's going to say the most beautiful things about me tonight. Okay. Yeah. She's, I Very met her. Me. I met her freshman year. We were both in line for the bathroom at uh, uh, Liffy's too. And it was uh dollar beer night. And we've been best friends ever since we went to the Poconos together. Oh my God. For that one crazy weekend. And uh, she's going to give every amazing speech. So everyone shut up. So Margaret could talk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like Everyone thinks that it's going to be mind blowing. It's just, they listen I wasn't the sure when Jim, I'm not going to lie. When I yes. first met you, I wasn't sure, but then you did insert XYZ. mediocre anecdote here. Yes. But then, you <laughs> and did then XYZ. I knew you were the one for blah. Yeah. I didn't think there was anyone that would ever measure up to my perfect friend, blah, blah. 
except for that one night, do that, do that, do that. You yeah, know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, and of course, dudes are just as predictable. We're doing it in a lady's voice, but dudes, dudes are, are almost more predictable. But dudes do it the other way. They they make it like, hey, you know, Mark, you were out there running these streets. I never thought I never that thought you. Somebody, I never thought yeah. a woman would lock you down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never thought that you find someone that could, that could handle your vigor. You know, yeah, of it's course. like no, literally, Mark hooked up with two girls and he couldn't get hard both times. Okay, yeah. like, what are we doing out here? Yeah. Like, even if he did, like, why are we bringing up? We should never bring up exes in a wedding speech. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. When you dated Tom, I didn't think I thought you would be stuck with that asshole forever. And it yeah. was hard. Yeah. You know, like, what are we doing here? Right. Also, no inside jokes at all. Never. If you do an inside joke, zero inside jokes, you say you go. So I'm sure everyone knows that uh, uh, Matt loves video games. Right. And you fill them in and then you make the joke. I even still, I would no. say probably no inside jokes. I would say the two best, the two best people, like the best man, uh, the best, like the maid of the honor, best or whatever, man, whatever you want of honor. It. Okay, so I they're. I think. All right, do you think even? All right, I have a question. The parents. I think one parent from each side, or one person. So four from each speeches side. total. Four speeches total. One parent from each side. I don't think it should necessarily be best man and maid of honor. I think it should go to the best speech party, best speech giver in the party. I think that's who you pick for best man, best maid of honor. You should be oh, able to pick. Oh, you think that's where you, you think you pick. No, because I feel like people pick their brother and sister out of I a mean, sign of respect. Th- I mean, yeah. And they better fucking step up their game. It's a competition. I okay? think you could be like, hey, you're not a good speech giver. And I don't want to bore the people at the wedding. You can't. So that. then you pick, you You don't think that's that you, that's allowed. That's, no, that's not allowed. But you, you know, think... it does happen if someone's bad at planning a bachelor or bachelorette party, that burden goes on someone else's shoulders. Yeah, that's true. That's why that... I think it should also as not offensively be pawned off to the other person. Because it's I mean, this things. is how you get eight speeches. You, well, you go, know... you go, Jimmy's going to suck. We know that my my brother who can't give a speech, he's going to be there. So I got to have one somebody give me a good speech. So then yeah, you yeah. have three people from the party now giving speeches because you're like, I got to see which one of these. I think you have a speech writing competition almost. And then you pick the best one. And then whoever that... doesn't want to do that. Like, I mean, I don't want to I just don't want to see uh, bad wedding speeches. I, play... I like to dance. The point of the fucking wedding is to dance and eat and get drunk. In I my play... opinion. I played uh, one of my friend's weddings. They had a band and I sang in the band. The whole night? We, no, we did a couple songs. He, okay. he he liked to play the drums. And I said, I was nervous because I don't like to fucking sing in public, but it was going to be fun, you know? Yeah. He, he had a group of us. He's like, let's do this. Okay. And we got a rehearsal studio. We practiced a couple times. Oh, drank, that's fun. Had fun. You know what I mean? It was fun. We do it. I'm like. I'm not drinking the whole night. This is family friends of my family. You know, I go, I'm not okay. drinking the whole night until we do these songs. I'm not going to embarrass myself. I'm not going to, I don't want to embarrass myself in front of my mother and, and her friends and then family friends and my friends, you know? Okay. I don't drink the whole night. I look at the pictures. I look at the pictures from the wedding. My fly is down the entire time I was fucking singing. Really? And I mean, it was nobody a black... notices that. It, no. It was black and it was wide open and it was white. I had the white dress shirt sticking out of the front, like a little lapel, a little tail was out the front. (laughs) That's hilarious. The mother said it ruined some of the wedding photos. Oh, she did. Bad. It was in every wedding photo that you could see. My fly was down in this. It looked like a little white Pascal, a little white uh, brajol sticking out, you know? 
And I said, I don't want to embarrass myself. I'm not going to drink until after we sing. I did a good job singing. I go to the bathroom. I look in the mirror. I just took a shot. I got a beer. I'm looking in the mirror and there's a white fucking dress shirt hanging out my fly. That's so funny. I mean, and then did you get drunk? Hammered. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to not drink before your speech, fuck it. You're going to, it's going to be messy anyways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think no, you, you don't want to get wasted. No, no, no. If you're nervous, I guess take a few. Whatever. But then also just get somebody who's not going to be nervous that is going to do a good job, get in, get out. My dad's good at speeches. That's good. My dad's really good. My dad, he, he wrote he something. Writes, he... He, wrote, he writes, and then what he does is he puts the paper to the side. He gets off book. He goes, he, he takes the paper, he starts, and then he puts the paper to the side. I don't know if it's just a move he has. No, that's a good move. It's a move. He starts talking from the heart or whatever, you know? And I think that weddings, stop trying to be funny. Stop trying to be funny. Start talking about what you two have together and be yes. honest. Yes. I have to write I a speech for my sister's what, wedding. I think being honest and, I mean, you're a, you honest is funny. I don't try to, I, I'll try to be honest. I'll, I, I, I'll, get, I'll get caught up. I cried yeah. at my other sister's wedding when I talked. I think that's nice. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, think showing the emotion, man. I think the mo like, I think that's what it, like showing a beautiful emotion in a poignant way. And like being honest, I think is what's good. Don't do hacky jokes or whatever. But no. the, like, but I never mean, talk about the groom or the bride coming. Can we make that a rule? Yeah. <laughs> Can we make that a rule? Unless it's a swingers wedding and everyone's fucked everyone there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless that's it. And then, uh, and then invite me. Okay. What's up? Uh Yeah. <laughs> It right? used to be better than the Sweet 16. Like, remember when Sweet 16, you would go and they'd have the 16 candles, the candles. and you'd be able to basically recite what every person's going to say. All right, this one's for my brothers, this one. And yes. then they say, let it, like, you don't want the whole audience to be able to recite basically what you're going to say. Or be like, all right, now they're going to talk about this, that, like what we just did. Which that doesn't happen if you're just from the heart and not doing hacky jokes. That's beautiful. I also love love, man. Yeah. I also love love. I'm like obsessed with love. I cry at weddings. I cry at weddings too. My dad at his graduation party, he played and sang a song for everyone. My dad plays guitar and sings. And I remember I couldn't even, I get, sometimes I get too emotional. I can't even look like when I saw a waitress on Broadway, I had to stare at the ground for most of the play because it was so emotional for me. Um, I like can't, I, I, because I'll make noise. Yeah. I'll make noise as a crier. And so my dad was singing and he was, um, he sang the Beatles song in my life, but did it like slow and like sweet. Yeah. About all the, he said about all the people he met and how much he'll remember them and how it's shaped who he was. And then he played the guitar and sang. And I remember I was just sitting at the table. I couldn't even look. I couldn't even look. Yeah. I was so emotional. So I think like saying how much someone means to you is beautiful. Well, I was going to say my friend I was just talking to about wedding speeches, ironically, because um, he has to give one at his friend's wedding. And I was like, well, my favorite speech at your wedding was what you when you like he thanked everybody for coming and he like single one person out that he was like oh you changed my life i wouldn't be here like doing yeah. all this without it was like a speech he gave thanking like one of his mentors uh -huh. and people that he's worked with and he started to cry and i started to cry and he was like you mean so much to me and like thank like you told me like and i was just like oh that was because that was the most raw speech sure. kind of but i also like <laughs> raw emotion and like, I like a good well-acted movie and like i love like, when people what? really can't like like they're not putting on like when you do those jokes i think and they're these ha they're just you're just putting so many layers in between this, you and real emotion this is exactly it stop yeah. acting and start just saying what's happening yeah he was like oh, I didn't, I, he, my friend was like i don't even remember 
what I was really saying. He was like, I was just all from the heart. And he was like, I kind of planned that I had to thank him. But yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah, I like that. And I was on, I was like sobbing. I was like, I guess, Robbie, it's beautiful. I mean, even if even if we stop talking, we don't do the podcast. I'll come to your wedding and do a speech. OK, you got it. You heard it here first. OK, <laughs> volunteering himself. I'll volunteer. Even if I if, even if we don't talk, we haven't talked for 15 years, 20 years. I'll come through. You'll come through. It would I'll be all through. jokes. It wouldn't be emotion. We would have no emotion left. If we hadn't talked for 10, 15 years, you would just come and do jokes. It would be all uh, this. People that I would be like a, 10, 15 years that I have so much emotion around. That's true. So there you go. So maybe okay. we cut it off right now. The next time I speak to you is at the wedding. I'll see now that wedding. would be loaded. Now that would be a speech. <laughs> now we want to talk about bringing heat. Robbie, I don't talk to you. The next time I see you is when I give you a wedding speech. Now that's beautiful. <laughs> no, we need, we need to I August 20th. We have with to the do backpack it. with the backpack. I'm missing a leg. Like <laughs> you don't know what happened to my life. I have an extra eye for some reason. Okay. I, I come in with four kids, four kids. You don't even know what's happening in my life. I'm just wobbling in with one leg. Right. And I Sebastian's give a speech here. about you. Sebastian's here. Well, you'll, you'll always be invited. Always be invited. You'll be invited. Should I get married? Should you get married? Like if I were to get married, then yeah, you would be invited. Amazing. Well, I'll wobble in, hobble in. I, this is the last time I'll speak to you until I have words for you at, at your wedding. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. There you go. So the next, uh, sorry everyone, this is no, our last episode not. of Loud About Nothing. August twentieth. August twentieth. We, we have a this live show. This is the last show. episode ever. Please come out. Five dollars off. L A N. Please come out. August twentieth. That is Sebastian's birthday weekend. That is my birthday, but we don't need to address that. It is what it is. But you should come maybe out. I'll, I will maybe I'll give a, a emotional speech on your birthday. Don't you dare! I would kill you. <laughs> That's not. That would not fly <laughs> in my world. Okay. <laughs> That would not fly in my world. All right. Well, thanks, Robbie. Uh, this has been beautiful. All right, all you hotties out there, please keep rating and review five stars. And calling in. Keep calling in. Yeah, keep calling in. We're gonna play more calls. We've been fucking slacking on that, but we love to hear from the hotties. Okay. Um, all right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. Bye.